What does motion sound like? With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, it sounds a little something like this. Experience the magic of motion. Get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. Cats at Night. Now here's John Katsimatidis. And now we're going to our next guest, Brian Stetton. He is the senior advisor in Mayor Adams' administration for severe mental illness. He works with those in the administration, including leaders leaders in uh, New York City Department of Health and Mental Hygiene. Of course, we want to talk about the major issue, the initiative that Mayor Adams announced where he wants to get homeless people that are in desperate need of help off the streets and into treatment. Welcome to Cats at Night, Brian Stetton. Thank you so much. So great to be with you all. Uh, I agreed 100% with what uh, Mayor Adams did. Uh, uh, I mean, he's had some opposition out there, but give us your position. Sure. Um, this is, plan is about compassion and care, uh, very simply. This is about the mayor's frustration that many of us in the administration share, that there are folks in our subway system, in our parks, in our streets, who are in acute psychiatric crisis, who desperately need care in, in, in the moment that we're observing them. Um, and uh, very often we encounter them and we interact with them through our mobile crisis teams or our police officers who are out there. And um, there is a perception sometimes among our, our city personnel that we are unable to help these individuals, that our hands are tied because of a misunderstanding of, of the legal standard. That is to say there are uh, some people who have the impression that the law does not allow us to assist somebody who is in psychiatric crisis and is refusing um, uh, voluntary suggestion to come to the hospital uh, for an evaluation unless that person is at that moment violent or suicidal or engaging in some outrageously dangerous conduct such as running into traffic such that they pose an imminent risk of harm. And while it's certainly true that those are factors that could lead to a finding that a person needs to um, be transported to a hospital for evaluation. It's also true that where it is apparent that person is experiencing symptoms of mental illness and those symptoms are causing the person to be a danger to themselves or others in the sense that they are unable to meet their basic survival needs of food, clothing, shelter, or medical care. We also have an opportunity and, and really, I think, a moral responsibility to get that person help even if they can't recognize their own need for it. And so the mayor's plan is really all about getting that information out to officers and mobile crisis teams to let them know that the law allows them to help. And we as a city expect uh, that we're going to get these folks help. That's what this is about. Governor Patterson, how do you feel about that? I think that it was an excellent plan. I I think you all did the right research. Uh, The history of, of mental health illness goes all the way back to the 16th century, when people thought it was witchcraft, and in other words, people who acted uh, in an, uh, an unusual way were, were guilty of witches. And somebody named Johann Weir, who was considered the father of psychiatry, he was trying to convince the public, no, there are ways that we can treat people that can help them recover. So throughout the centuries, this has been a back-and-forth sort of uh, battle. But in this particular case, I think you're really helping more people than you're hurting it's not like the days of the 70s, like movies like One Through, Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest and The Shrike, 
which really made mental hospitals uh, out to be uh, zones of danger for anyone that went in there. And they were right at the time. But this is a whole different era, Brian. Yeah, well, thank you, Governor. I certainly agree. And I mean, I would go further than to say that we're helping more people than we're hurting. I, I think we're purely helping people. This is uh, really just about an opportunity to get somebody to a hospital for them to be evaluated by a medical professional and to see whether they have acute medical needs that, 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 that we can help deal with right at that moment. You know, it's a very sad fact that for um, psychotic disorders, it, it, it's not unusual for somebody to have a lack of insight. There's a, a, a corollary of severe mental illness called anosognosia, in which a person is unaware of the fact that they have an illness. And that really explains why so many of these individuals who we see in this real desperate condition, no matter how painfully obvious it is to everybody around them that they need help, uh, are unable to see it themselves. And, and, and we're just not successful in getting them to come in voluntarily. And then it becomes a question of what can we do since we see what they won't or what they can't, I should say. I, I, um, I agree with you. This is John Katzmatidis. I agree with you 100 percent. A.J. Katzmatidis, you're, you're vice chair of the New York State uh, uh, GOP. How do you feel about it? Well, I don't really think that this is a partisan issue. For a long time, the mentally ill population of our city has not been getting the help that they need. And I, frankly, and everybody that I've talked to is very, very happy about the mayor's move on this issue. And I think a lot of people are going to get the help they need. And it's going to be great for the safety of our city as well. So thank you. So make sure you tell the mayor, we all, both sides, the GOP, the Democrats, the Republicans, all thank them for, for doing the right thing and, and helping those people and taking them off the streets. Brian Staten, real quick question. What is What do you have to say to people that say, listen, you're talking about 2,800 psychiatric beds at hospitals in New York City. That's simply not enough. Do they have the staff in place, the security in place to help these people all while keeping everyone else safe as well that is, you know, in the hospital? Yeah, thank you for that question. I think it's really important to understand that the idea that this is going to lead to an influx of lots more people coming into hospitals has really been overblown. The fact is, if we ignore these individuals when we identify them at this point of crisis and say, well, they're just not sick enough for us to do anything uh, for them right now, it is virtually inevitable that we will be seeing that person in a hospital bed soon enough because we're going to allow them to decompensate, they're going to get more ill, and they're going to wind up engaging in behavior that either has them arrested and winding up in our forensic system, or they're going to act out in a way that everyone recognizes makes them a danger in a, in a much more obvious way. So um, we don't think this is a plan that is going to put any additional strain on our um, on our hospital system. But that said, we absolutely need more beds, and that's something we're working very closely uh, with Governor Hochul uh, to make happen and with our federal partners. There's some federal laws that can be changed that would help us pay for inpatient psychiatric care a lot more. So that's work that's ongoing. Uh, it's not something that this particular plan is going to impinge on the way some have suggested. Well, thank you so much, Brian Stetton, for all that you do. Again, you are the senior advisor in the Mayor Adams administration for severe mental illness. And like AJ said, this should not be a partisan issue whatsoever. It should be an American issue, a New York issue. Thank you, sir. It's Cats at Night on the Red Apple Podcast Network.